Aloha Kohala. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala, and it is 3 o'clock here on September 28th, and I'm with Mikhail Anna and Isla Olga doing Intuitive Talk Story, and I got a text today from one of our listeners saying, are you doing your show today? And I was so excited to say, yes, we are. Yay, yes, we are so excited to be here today, talking with you all out there in the world. Hope you are doing fabulous today on this Wednesday afternoon for us, and uh, wherever you are, evening or afternoon, morning. And um, yeah, what's a lot is alive. We just had the fall equinox, which kind of entered a whole other energetic time. We've just switching through all sorts of energies, but one thing that's been alive um, as in session work in these last few weeks um, for me has been um, helping release ancestral, a lot of ancestral wounding, ancestral healing, and things like that. And we touched on this, I think, last show that we might bring this subject in Mm -hmm. and talk a little deeper about ancestral healing, ancestral wounding. What is that? What does that mean to do that? Um, I'm sure that there's questions about that. And if you have questions about that, please call us because we'd love to answer anything directly that you're, you know, talk about it or connect or reflect on what maybe our thoughts or perceptions might be and kind of put it out there. If you have something you'd like us to reflect upon, feel free to call us. At 808-884-5657. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, I have my cell phone somewhere here. So if you need to text me or Mikkel, we'll, we'll we glance d- at it. Yeah, we do have phones nearby. But this is a big topic. So if there's something coming up for you here, um, we'd love to be of service if can be. And um, and kind of kind of delve into this. So yeah, just being curious, like starting to think about well, what what could what could that mean? So we have ancestors, we have our lineage as humans, our physical grandmas, grandpas, and all the way back. And uh, and in addition to that, I know this morning as I was giving thanks to my ancestors for me being here, I also give thanks to the ancestors of this place where I live, because it. Really, we're all connected. We're all family. So there's the bloodline, but there's more than that. Um, So where would you like to start with that? So I love that, honoring and gratitude for all that is for all of our ancestry. And then I also love uh, allowing everyone to go home to their rightful place in the light. So what many of us have done over the many years is we've kept our ancestors here or we've kept programs of our ancestry running through our vessel. So what does that mean? It means that, let's say, through the whole lineage of mothers and grandmothers, maybe we've always, like in my, my lineage, you know, always, there might be line- things that have been playing out. So um, for myself, let's see, there's been a lot of things that have played out there. Um, but um, one might be just expectation or obligation, family obligations, that was something that ran through the lineage. Well, that's through the lineage. It's handed down that feeling um, that, oh, we got to do this or we got to do that or else something. And so we then, we, we kind of take it on as our own and we think that's our own feeling. But really it's something the whole, all of our ancestors have been dealing with. And it maybe got set in from a wound somewhere down the line. It can be many different things and many different um, places of what I would call an inversion, which is where something gets inverted from its rightful place upward into an inverted state. So it's now having a negative effect versus a positive upward effect where your column is connected and everything's running smoothly. When we go into wound, we, we are creating or we actually do things that create inversions. We create locks kind of we bind ourselves with these kind of things or we redirect our energy to places that it's going and which creates confusion or it can create other things. So in essence, we're wanting to own all of our own energy and and just be aware of where we're putting it, like where we're doing with it and whose energy is whose, like energy management. So that program obligation, you go, gosh, well, that's not actually mine. That was like everyone's, my whole ancestry. So I can just let it go. And I, you can do this yourself. You, you can just intentionalize to let go of ancestry. You can also do spiritual ceremonial kind of work where you're really setting meditation field. Which is really what that means is you're getting into a space of prayer. Getting in a space where you're connecting in source energy. You're protecting 
the field and you're just asking to do prayer work and asking to, you know, let go of things that aren't serving you and asking you shall receive, right? Mm. So you're just intentionalizing and saying, I'm ready to let this program go of my atrical line obligation. I don't want to carry it any longer. Any energies that from my, my, my path, from my lineage that are ready to go home to their rightful place in the light. Go home now to your rightful place in the light. You can breathe and blow it out. Intentionalize that they just go home and that God's source energy has that covered and that you get to just send it from you. And you're basically releasing things out of your line. So your children, your children's children, aren't now experiencing that. If you don't have kids, it's that's okay too. It just it heals for the whole line. Kind of heals backwards and forwards. So we're healing what's happened and what's come, going to come because again, time's not linear. So there might be spirit, you know, energies from the past that are still attached to those wounds that get to go home now mm. because I'm willing to say the buck stops here. I'm not going to run that anymore in my line. I heal it from my grandma, my grandma, grandma, and like you're all free to go home. You guys don't have to be dealt. You don't have to be under that any longer. I set it free now because I have the key to that through my DNA. That's where the DNA does come into play. It's because I'm in this vessel. I have the ability and the access to the DNA of my ancestry and wherever I've come from. So... On a side note, to those of you who are listening who may identify with being a Blu-ray, you have the ability, really, it's why you incarnated into your lines. If you have ever felt like, gosh, I'm in a line that's really got a lot of issues, (laughs) (laughs) that would be normal because you incarnated into that line so you could help transmute it, change it, set it up right by recognizing all these different things and then moving it into the light by letting go and sending everything to its rightful place. We're literally clearing the field, this old stories, like clear out the old libraries, clear out the old stories. It's time to reset everything to zero so that we can really upgrade into this fifth dimensional system. So we're clearing out the third dimensional debris and all the pain and suffering we've experienced and the trauma we've felt. We're going, yeah, we're done with these things. We're done with these stories. And we can now allow it to move on to back to the light, back to the oneness, just clear it, you know, zero, back to zero, clear it back into the into light, and then move forward, which is what we're doing. We're, we're vibrating upward. So you can think of this whole system as, as being a field that needs to be just clear the fields. We're sweeping everything out. And our ancestral healing is, is a really beautiful and big part of that. And I think it, uh, for me, I've done a lot of reflection as to my family line, you know, my mother, my father, my grandparents, and remembering things about them in their lives and, um, and kind of naming it so that I could heal it. So, for instance, um, I noticed with my mother and with my grandmother, there was a certain level of oppression that they experienced as women in those times where they had certain roles and responsibilities, and it was, it was expected that they would do this or that and stay home with the kids, have kids, stay home with the, first get married, <laughs> then have kids, then stay home with the kids. And I saw with my mother, she had a lot of depression through her life. And, you know, as an adult, I can look back on that and say she wasn't living her truth. I could see that she needed to be working and not home all day and whatever. And I can, I can heal that in my energy field through how I live my life and also with the intention of healing it backwards. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the maternal. And then I saw in my father that kind of uh, roles and responsibilities of the man goes to work. He, he makes the money, he takes care of the family financially, they never go hungry, whatever, that whole thing. Again, looking at that and saying, okay, how can, what can I do right now to bring healing to that? And um, so it does, for me, it requires some reflection on where I came from. Like you said, uh, I forget what you said about your, your history and what I was talking I said about obligation obligation was a word as one of them for you Mm -hmm. right and um so and and each of us it's going to be a little different based on 
and there's multiple ones. There's so many. (laughs) But yeah, reflecting on the lineage, you know, what you have to kind of look at, well, what has been happened and where we've come from. And the ones you just said, most Americans can relate to Mm. on some level of this role of the male and this role of the the feminine. And I think that that kind of ties in of another part of what we're really doing here, ancestral healing is healing the patriarchal, the matriarchal, and we're, we are in this ascension process or healing process of the planet Earth, upgrade of the planet Earth. We are bringing the energies into balance of divine masculinity, divine femininity, or alpha and omega to kind of take stereotypes and um, labels and sting out of words because we yes. associate a lot with these words, right? So if we go to alpha, omega, alpha, being that yang or activating energy, the, you know, the activating, you know, get it done, creating, activating, manifesting out in the world. It's the radiant, what we thought of as the radiant sun, although we're now seeing the radiant sun in both departments, like the <laughs> solar omega, the solar alpha. The, the uh, omega energies are that intuitive intuition, drawing into the field, listening our patience, our, our, our deeper wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so these are things that all of us, whether we're in a man's vehicle or a woman's vehicle, need to come into balance for. So the ancestral healing allows a lot of setup for one to heal. So especially our men, I want to just give props to all the men out there. There's a lot for you to heal on the ancestry. So I want to also alleviate a little burden for you to say, a lot of it's not yours. You might be experiencing anger, defensiveness, frustration. That A lot of that energy is from the lineages because we have been through war, pillaging. Um, You know, a lot of things have happened here. And the grave responsibility that you've had to take care of the family, make sure everyone's safe. Don't you know how to do anything? Be a man. There's been so many programs related here in that field that men have really been bombarded. So men... I just want you to feel the safety to know that you're not alone and all the men have been bombarded and it is like, just let it go. You are seen and valued to just be souls, beings who are experiencing this place and let go of that burden of societal programming that has told you you have to be something specific and allow yourself to release those woundings from the patriarchal line that you know and kind of the pain really that many people have experienced if you think through the ages what we've been through we're letting all those stories go in any way they've then like trickled down to where we are now you're like oh how does that like play out my ancestors did this well i'm experiencing this so you see how it connects and you let it go yeah i'm gonna make a different choice because that's how powerful you are we are all divine co-creators children of the infinite and really the biggest problem we have is we don't know that. Well, and right now is a very transformative time. Uh, I think that, that there's always been opportunity for people to transform and grow and change. And right now is very potent. Yes. And it's, and, and, you know, there's no time like the present for this. Yes, absolutely. And, and as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, the descendants and whether... Uh, people have children, there are children, you know, there, there are children out there. And as we go through this process individually, whether you're 20 or 40 or 80, you're setting an example and you're shifting the energy for the, the descendants, whether they're your biological descendants or not. They're, you're modeling something that, that things can shift and can change. And, um, I just feel like that's really, really important. People wow. underestimate their... They, a lot of times I think we think we're living in a bubble, you know, like nobody's going to know whether I pray or, or meditate or, or heal my ancestry line. Yeah, we do know. We feel it. We can feel one another. And as each of us do more and do more to evolve and grow and expand our consciousness, we're, we're doing that for the next and the next, and the next, and the next generations. Right. Well, you're basically, we're taking everything back into unity. 
Mm-hmm. So exactly, this is, everything has an impact on everything because it's only one thing. <laughs> so I love when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is one thing. So yeah, I am that I am. Everything you are doing is greatly impactful. You are very important and valued and loved. We love you and. So yes, thank you for all of us. Thank you for doing the work, for deepening, for being willing to open and look through the gaps and see through the spaces and connect the dots. It requires perseverance. It requires dedication. It requires being hungry to know thyself and to be alive. And courage. You know, it can can require a lot of courage because sometimes, you know, those around you aren't aren't thrilled with your newfound uh, empowerment or your newfound way of being in the world. And so it takes courage to keep keep going forward on your path, regardless of what anybody else says. Yes, absolutely. And you'll notice that as you make changes, things do fall away. Um, you know, it's like a spiral, right? So it's kind of like, you know, you learn and you spiral. Things fall away, some things stay. Sometimes, you know, it's like... Um, we think of, well, does that mean I'm going to lose all these people? No, it means programs. Maybe the person's still in your life, but now that that energy that you used to experience together is no longer there. Now we don't have that dynamic any longer because I've chosen to shift it, mm-hmm. right? So it's just mm-hmm. experiencing yourself differently within your environment and allowing what needs to shift to meet your new vibrational energy, allowing that shift to happen. So sometimes when things do fall away, um, you know, letting it go, right? Yeah, yeah. Not being attached, you know, back to unattached and amused. Be unattached and amused on your journey. It's all a fun journey. We can take this whole thing very seriously and 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 it really ought to be fun about your growing. Think you're in like the school, this beautiful big school that is constantly teaching you cool things and what it's basically trying to show you is that you are a divine co-creator and you can create with love and light and grace and experience joy and happiness here. If we let go of all the stuff that's kind of hindering us, we're basically cleaning our house all the time. There's nothing wrong with you. You're already awesome and a divine vessel of the infinite. It's just that stuff's been put on you or we've hooked into things or programs or thoughts that don't serve us. So you, you, you run that I'm not good enough tape and you think you're not amazing, but the truth is you are. So you're just giving power to something else. So this is all about unhooking the tapes, deleting the files, zeroing things out, releasing everything back to unity, back to the one, and and coming into a place of neutrality, zeroing into love, this a vibration of love. Because as we've reflected on previously, as we move up that vibrational ladder, denser energies of frustration or or move away and fall away as we heal our wounding, we get to live in a field of love, which is just a vibrational energy of kind of just, ha, right? We're just feeling, yeah, everything's just good. Smooth. It's smooth. smooth. It doesn't mean that you don't have sadness or grief, but it doesn't take you, take over your existence. You you recognize it for what it is. It's an emotion and you allow it and still you're in that higher vibration of love. And that yeah. is what you're doing, peeling it away right. so that you sit in this vibrational field of love. So ancestral healing is about letting everything go back to that unity, releasing all the pieces. It's kind of like, you know, we're picking up the jacks. We threw, we, you know, we threw <laughs> them Oh, my gosh, over. that's an, that's an old game, huh, throwing jacks? Someone just, I had a student so come funny. in last night, and they literally said, do you play jacks? Wow. And I say, you know, I, I have. I, I wouldn't say, he's like, are you good? And I'm like, I wouldn't say that I'm good at all. I'd need a refresher just to play. But I, yeah, jacks, how fun. So, yeah. you know, but when you're picking up, it's literally, you throw the jacks and they can get pointed. I, when I think point of a down jack, and point yeah. down, maybe yeah. stuck in the ground yeah, or something. Yeah. You kind of got to dig a little maybe and you got to look around. So we're picking up the pieces and mm-hmm. we're putting them back into the, ah, uh, the infinite light of the one so that we don't have any outstanding pieces and nothing's pulling our energy um, and, the, and the whole of the energy of the earth. Nothing's hindering it or disallowing it to just have direct connection 
to being full in joy. So you see, we're like the micro. First, you're doing that with ourself, but your piece, healing yourself, then heals the greater piece of the earth that we are also. Mm-hmm. See, we're her. So then we heal her. And if all of us heal her, then she's like unhindered and she's the body of the earth is unhindered. She's free. She's disconnected from everything, operating in absolute joy, which is what we're doing to ascend the grid so that we move out of this three-dimensional denser field into this higher fifth-dimensional field of joy, love, and and peace. And sometimes as one goes through this process, it can be, um, it, it isn't always easy uh, remembering things or, or seeing things about yourself or your, your family and things that have happened. Uh, and for me, that's where forgiveness comes in. Forgiveness of self first and then forgiveness of others because they, they were possibly doing the best they could at the time. And as, mo- as we move forward, something we've talked about a lot is the power of your thoughts, thoughts creating your reality. And th- those aren't just words. They're not, <laughs> there's, there's great truth to it. And as you start thinking, t- as you start shifting your energy, start shifting your thoughts and be more mindful of your thoughts. What am I thinking about? What am I focused on today? What, what reality do I want to create? And if it's not the way you want it to be, change it. Just change your thoughts, and that's the first step. Um, Immediately, yeah. yeah. Change, don't negative. You're creating. You're a creator all the time. Even yeah. your thoughts. So when we're thinking, ah, oh, my shoulder hurts. That darn shoulder, right there. You're creating. So you change it to my shoulder is healing. My shoulder is healing every moment. It's feeling better in each moment. So mm-hmm. you want to reframe. So reframe your thought and take it to the the empowering thought that actually is going to like create something for you if you think i mean just slowly reflect you're like well, okay if i'm creating my reality well then everything i'm saying I, well i don't want to say that that is not going to work if you just that's not going to get me it, to yeah. where i want to so be it's about stopping to think and mm-hmm. then change it so this is the stalking your mind part we talk a lot about yeah stalking your mind conquering the thoughts basically by shifting them into the higher vibration shifting it to what you want um, and then I want to reflect on something you just said about family and seeing things you don't like, not like. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say that you, it's not personal. So a lot of people don't want it. They're like, you know, we all love our parents. We, we love and respect them. We're, we love our grandparents, our great-grandparents. So when we say, oh, from my grandma, I felt blah, blah. So many of us perceive that as being like talking badly about our grandmother or saying something that's not nice or, mm-hmm. oh, I'd never say that. Um, it's not that kind of process. Your grandma's amazing and awesome. And she also was, you know, dealing with that pattern that's been handed down mm-hmm. through energies or wounding. So nothing's wrong with any of us, including our ancestors. And they didn't mean any harm if even though they were part of the pure people that set in the pattern. It, it came from there, but you're not blaming anyone. You're not saying, oh, well, it's because of her. It's just you're recognizing what's been run, and you're seeing that they're just a soul on the journey as you are. And right. they didn't really have any more information than you, really. I mean, they're your parent, but they came in as a soul with just, you know, as little information as you did. Or <laughs> Right. So, right. so we're, we're realizing that, oh, we're all on the playing field. We're just here at different times with different roles, per se, mm-hmm. and oh gosh, I guess she didn't know either and she was a victim of that too or someone treated her poorly which then made her treat me poorly or whatever might be happening. So it's really important when you're doing self-work to take nothing personal and I'll remind those of you out there if you haven't listened to our Four Agreements show, it really has foundational principles that if you just do those, I mean the Four Agreements, you just do those four things. Um, Miguel Rez wrote that book many years ago Mm -hmm. but we reflected on it and they really are um, just the most incredible principles. If you live by that, you're doing it. Um, so yeah, and really if you're if you're looking back at your family and you're looking back at behaviors, it's it's you know, you're you're observing. It's without the judgment. Without right, the no judgment, judgment of who did what, mm-hmm. oh that was terrible that that happened or he did or mm-hmm. she did. It's really it uh, by doing that for myself, I've and I look back at, you know, like my, my dad's behavior and then I think, well, what was his parents like? Oh, well, his mom had this and she was, my grandmother, she was, <laughs> she was a tough cookie. You talk about grandmas. I had one who baked cookies for me and the other one <laughs> who really didn't give me the time of day. 
but I talk about her a lot because she was feisty. And then I, I remember my dad telling me she, she was not treated well as a child. She'd mm-hmm. been through some stuff. So it's, it's like, so I, I have compassion for her. Right, you can understand. I can understand and have compassion and say, well, what, what did I learn from her? I learned how to be feisty, like, don't let anyone take you down. <laughs> you do what you have to do in this world to, um, to get through things. And, uh, and she did the best she could. And so it, it, to me, it's really important to... Um, to be mindful of of that process. Uh, An old age saying reflected in my mind while you were talking, take what you need and leave the rest. Yeah. So take, you know, honor what you've received from every being because we receive gifts from every interaction, every being. And then if there's ever a little sludge there, let's see what it brings up, see what I need to clean out from myself, and then clear it, leave the rest. We don't need it, you know? So I take the lesson, leave the rest. Right? So that's what we're doing all the time. Take the lesson, leave the rest. You don't need the pain, the wounding. You don't need to carry the burdens. No, no. Well, let's take, uh, let's take a station break. I feel like it's time to shift. So we'll take a station break a, a couple minutes early, and we'll be right back with some more Intuitive Talk Story. Women's Voices on KNKRLP 96.1. FM Kohala with your host Isla Allgood every Monday and Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Please tune in and hear some sensational songs and spoken words by female artists right here in Kohala and around the world. I've been doing this show for seven and a half years and it's still fun. You can also stream it on www.knkr.org or tune in to 96.1 FM. On Friday, September 30th, your Ohana is invited to movie night at the Kohala Village Hub Barn. Show begins at 6.30 p.m. Bring your own snacks. Snacks will also be available at the barn. The Friday night movie will be Lightyear. That's Friday, September 30th at 6.30 p.m. in the Hub Barn. Mahalo. The Kohala Night Market returns on Wednesday, October 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Kohala Village Hub. The October market is in support of breast cancer awareness. Please wear pink clothes or a pink ribbon to support breast cancer awareness. At 6 p.m., there will be a candle ceremony honoring survivors and those who have passed. The community is invited to shop locally produced food and crafts and enjoy entertainment by James Conrad. Also, Food trucks will be cooking up some local grinds, and Radio KNKR will be there live, broadcasting from the market. You can stop by our table and meet some of the DJs. That's the Kohala Night Market on Wednesday, September 7th, from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Kohala Village Hub. See you there. Aloha, and welcome back to Intuitive Talk Story. This is Isla Allgood with... Mikkel Anna. Yes, on KNKR, LP, 96.1 FM, Kohala. And I'm laughing because we have these <laughs> wild conversations in between. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in between. Um, so wh- where I wanted to go was uh, last week, uh, I, I wasn't sleeping well. Uh, the dog kept barking and waking me up. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and I had like back spasms. And, and the next morning I could barely get out of bed. And I'm like, what? What is going on? And uh, I had some shoulder thing that was bothering me. And so I kind of got curious. After moping around for a while, I got curious. And I was like, what's going on with me? And then the next day, the same thing happened. And I grabbed my sage. (laughs) And I said, I have to clear this house. I have to clear me. I have to clear the house. I have to clear everything. And I focused on that for about an hour. And uh, I haven't had any of that spasm stuff and pain stuff. And, and yet I feel it's, it's nearby and I need to really stay aware of it. And I bring this up not because I want to tell you about what happened to me, but because many of us deal with 
physical things and we kind of wonder where did that come from like I felt good yesterday and now I have this what is that about and when Mikkel and I do this show I know that she is accessing some information that's uh, helpful to you all so I'm going to ask Mikkel to comment on the idea of pain physical pain and uh, what what comes up for you around that <coughs> so all right so well we're light and it's all energy and I talk a lot about how there's nobody out there and the game that we're in and how it works so it works you're creating your reality and that applies well everywhere so it, the whole thing is working as if you're here in a template and navigating the whole thing with your mind and our energy. So we are navigating, managing our energy, like we were just talking about releasing programs and wounding so you can clear your vessel, your house, so that you can navigate the path. So pain is also, well, energy. Mm-hmm. And it's just energy. And often it's not what we think. So this goes into a, a little bit of, I'm going to kind of reflect on session work. So I do daily work with folks in multidimensional fields. And um, it's really interesting. <laughs> and it's gotten really more interesting. And um, a lot of it, it gets real out there. And I, I try not to go too out there for you out there uh, <laughs> today. Um, but um some kind of basic stuff that we talked just recently about was cutting cords. We talked about that. So cords, sleep. Sleep is a really big time. This is why we talk about protecting your sleep, and that means creating a field of energy around you. And the easiest one is to create a, a, like a white orb of light that you're sleeping in and ask that your angels, your guides, however you speak, um, to just protect you while you're sleeping and hold the energy around you. The reason we do that is because there's energies all over the place. If we're not in a protected energetic field, it's kind of like you're a radiant light just like sitting there like you with no, you know, forces up and stuff's going, it's bugs are like lurking around going, oh, bright light. You know, the bugs love to feed on the light and you haven't covered your light basically. So then bugs and things and and bugs, when I say that, I mean programs or energies, whatever, Eh, just a conceptual, right? Things try to attach or connect. So that pain in your back is probably an energy hooking in more than, you know, something else. Cords hooking to the right and the left. There are three big connectors, one at the very back of the neck, one at the left, front, and right front and back left and front, you know, like on the back of your shoulder and the front of it, like through that whole area where the arm and um, bodice connect on both sides and then the back of the head. So those are the three big ones that you literally want to clear each day because they give energy somewhere. And the whole thing is not giving your power or giving your energy to any thought because the truth is you are a divine co-creator. I said earlier our biggest problem is that we're all divine co-creators and we don't know it. It's because you have infinite, infinite love, infinite power, infinite energy at your access, but we don't. most of us don't understand that, and we think, oh, I couldn't do that, or I don't have this. So whatever you're not claiming it's not that you don't have it, it, you do. So somebody else is going, well, she doesn't even think she has it, so I'll take it. If you're not using it, someone else is. Nothing goes mm-hmm. unwasted. Like it's an efficient universe, right? So if you're not using that or claiming it, then a bug or a denser energy, it's are conceptual, are, are taking or eating or consuming that energy. So we have to claim our body vessel. This is your spaceship. It's like your processor. You're a soul and a spirit inside of it. It's just here to be your vehicle. It's not you. You are the soul within it. You're the light. And so you, as the light, receive direct connection to source energy through your high heart, through your heart, and allow the heart to lead the mind and this chakra processor. It's like the, that source is then just saying, okay, brain and the rest of the system, can you execute A, B, C, D, E? Thanks. Great. Let's do it. So it acts as your vehicle, not as, it's not in charge. You are. 
So you're claiming, I have full authority over this vessel. Nothing has power over me. And clearing your field of energies. So that's the first thing that can happen on pain. A second thing about pain can be, well, your own thoughts that we just talked about a lot. My yeah. hip problem, my my shoulder issue. Well, you're holding on to a story about pain that, well, I had that injury when I was 19 when I fell off that horse and, well, it always hurts since. So if you keep telling that story, you're ingraining a nice roadway of that story into mm-hmm. your energy. And, well, yeah, no wonder you're in pain. So you have to tell a different story. Like Isla just talked about reframing, you know, changing the thought. We have to reframe. So with pain, you have to reframe what you're doing. It's not an injury. Maybe I could let go of those 10 things I think I did wrong and the reason my leg hurts and go, none of those have to matter. How about they're all stories? How about we just zero them all out? How about I don't have to have any of that? How about that? Like, let me just let that go and go, well, it could just be healed. I could just not carry the story any longer because I'm creating my reality and we're energy. So if it's all energy, well, then I have infinite power to change it. We get attached to our pain. We start to tell stories about our pain, right? In some cases, pain becomes a friend. It might become something that a, a person relies on. Maybe you never got attention as a, as a child, but when someone got sick, now they get all this attention. It can become a way to, to mask other wounds as well. So you want to really, if you are in pain, you want to take a real honest look mm-hmm. at why. And, and, instead of, and always, whenever you're looking at anything, be wary. You're... The voices that don't want you to see yourself will always tell you it's somebody else's fault. And then if somebody else did something different, then you would do something different. Remember, there's nobody out there, <laughs> and it's all you. What, yeah. if, it's, if, the, if it goes to someone else, and be like, oh, no, what, what's my responsibility? What can I do? What am I holding? What am I doing to keep this here? What am I telling myself? And be honest. If you're not willing to be honest with yourself, you're not going to be able to see it, right? So we have to get really um, hungry about being getting real with ourselves so we can make real change that then lasts forever. And it doesn't have to be a process, a long, drawn-out process. Things don't have to take as long as you think. That's, again, a belief. Things can happen now and if it's all energy, well, why does it have to take so long? Well, and uh, there have been stories that I've read about and seen where people have had these spontaneous healings. And within days, they went from almost dying to being fine and being healthy and being strong. Um, as you were talking, I was remembering uh, somebody I used to listen to a bit, uh, Byron Katie. And if you don't know who she is, look her up because her thing is all about the story. Mm-hmm. Who would I be without my story? And she has a certain way of going through this process, but it's a v- and it's a very helpful process uh, to kind of cut through the fact that we all have stories and it's only by recognizing them, acknowledging them, and saying, you know what, I don't want that to be my story <laughs> anymore. It's not, it's not who I am. It's not where I'm going. Um, and also the other thing that comes up for me around uh, illness or pain and is sometimes it's just a distraction. Uh, you know, if, if I'm focused so much on what ailments I have or what emotional pains I've experienced, is that just distracting me from having a joyful life? I mean, it's... And, and, and living the life that I really can live if I'm focused on the problems and the pains and the, the heartaches. Um, of course it's distracting me from yeah. joy. And, but why is the reason? Why are you doing that? Is then a deeper thing, which goes back to your wound because you're only holding on or distracting yourself with something because of a wound. Right, but and I- if <coughs> it, sometimes we don't know exactly why. First, I think the first step for me is saying, I want it to be different. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be this whiny, pained person, or I, I want it to be different. I don't even know how to get there, but I want it to be different. And just by doing that and then asking your higher self, like, mm-hmm. what is this? What is this about? And how can I shift it? And 
we talk all the time to help people with tools to shift it. And there's lots of videos that Mikkel has on her page, and there's all of these intuitive talk stories on podcasts, on Apple and Spotify and Google. Uh, and, and there's so many other things out there. Listen and find out what's at the root of it. But if, at least if you make the intention, I want it to be different, that will help those other things kind of bubble up, the, the reasonings bubble well, up. Everything is a choice. This is free will. So you have to choose. You have to ask. You have to want it. And then follow the, the breadcrumbs, so to speak. You know, it, nothing's just, you have to do it. It's you. You're, again, nobody's out there, so you have to do it. <laughs> so it is all a single journey. We're all Jedis of our own path. No one can do it for us. I have to be responsible for myself, period. It's my journey, and, and I, I'm, I'm responsible for unfolding and finding my way mm -hmm. through it. But I want to give you another tool. So other things I've seen, I, ha I have seen what Isla's reflecting on um, in my work, uh, some pretty phenomenal light recoveries of people very ill with uh, rep light repair, light what we, we would call light surgery, which is really uh, unbelievable. So just know everything is possible. And um, one of the things that I've done a lot of clearings with folks um, on is curses and hardware. These things get placed for various reasons through different, um, depending on your soul journey. But you can, one thing you can do right now at home and you can do daily, um, and I touched on this before, is just severing all agreements. All agreements, you can say now if you'd like, I'll just say it out loud. <clears throat> I sever all agreements, all contracts, promises, insignias, oaths that I have made to anyone, anywhere, in any timeline, past, present, and future, and call them paid in full and ask that they be transmuted into the light. And we nullify these agreements now on this day, say the date, and be done with those agreements that are no longer in my highest good. And so it is. And this is for a multitude of reasons, but we have made agreements to things that sometimes we don't understand. We are multidimensional beings, and it's not everything is what it seems. And we also have past agreements that can still be affecting us now. There can also be curse energies or things, which I just experienced this week with a client that's been affecting the person this whole lifetime through accidenting. But that was a curse that was laid at a much another lifetime. Could you, um, could you just <coughs> say what you mean by accidenting? They had accident after accident this whole life. Like, like accident prone. Accident yeah, prone, like, okay. like having very hard accidents yeah that you seem like what is going on with yeah. this person but that okay. was actually part of a curse that mm -hmm. came from a previous life and so those things can be released by deepening into wherever you're still holding on to any energies and by just speaking I forgive everyone, right? But if we just mm -hmm. clear the field all the time, if you don't know, you're like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have a curse. Well, forgive everyone, ask forgiveness from everyone, cut all the cords, cut all the connectors, cut all the contracts, zero everything out that you can basically zero out and go get all of the pieces from your memories, which is what we've talked a lot about, and release all of your ancestral heal trauma, any, any threads or pieces that are still resonating through your vessel, release them home to the light. We're basically zeroing out this vessel. Anywhere you're feeling pain is also talking to you. What I've also noticed through these, especially last few years of this kind of since 2020, um, lots of shifts, um, there's also a lot of layers, okay? So pain is also a signal of like a layer. So it might not be, don't be attached to your pain. It will move. It's just showing you something. So there can be like you removed and worked on one thing and now you're like, I'm good enough. I feel really good. Oh, well, now there's some other worthiness issue coming up or something else coming up and now your knee hurts or your shoulder hurts. Well, it's showing us where something's ready to release, where something's ready to let go, something you're ready to release. And okay, now we can pull that off. Maybe you were holding a knife in your heart from hurting your friend in fifth grade and you're ready to let go of that betrayal so we can pull that knife out. Now your shoulder can feel better. For instance, mm -hmm. like and so you're 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 uncovering layers as you heal, so you may experience more things that just don't be freaked out. Instead, be curious. Back to that, be yeah. curious. 
Hmm, what's this showing me? Yeah, without the judgment. What do I get to learn from this? What can I let go of? What can I forgive? What can I surrender? Can I just like move Mm. into zero point energy around? What is this showing me? And then you move into zero. Whatever you're shown, move into zero. And you're always asking for direct source energy. You know, AI is asking and telling you to ask Siri, ask Alexa, ask source. I'm going (laughs) source direct. Forget all those people. Forget those people. Ask source. That's where you go. Direct connect to source. What is needed here? You have all the answers you need if you draw into your own internal, beautiful heart connected to source. You are a divine co-creator. I was laying on the concrete the other day after tripping and after uh, you fell down. After I fell down, oh, I, which I haven't done in I don't I don't remember doing it in thirty years. But anyway, it w- it all happened rather quickly, and I landed on my my shoulder and my elbow, and um, and I couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. and uh, and I didn't know what that was, but I just focused on my breath, and uh, and I'm like, well, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you know, I got the answers very quickly as I asked for them. And in that process, I felt it was very important to be kind to myself mm-hmm. and not say say something negative about why why this happened to me, like the vi- like the victim mode, like oh, what did I do to call this into my life? No, 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 that's not going to help me feel better. That's not going to help me get the answers. This is what happened. This is this is where I am in this moment, laying on the concrete, breathing. That's all that matters. So uh, it's, it's really easy to go to self-blame when we have things that are awry in our lives. And I feel it's very important to reflect on them as you're pointing your finger to me. Reflect wow. on them without blame. It's very easy for you to go to self-blame. I don't go to self-blame <laughs> at all. Good. I nice. go to... Like, I'm a Virgo. I go, to, literally, all Virgos can relate. We go to, there's a hole in the corner. Um, we got to spackle that. Hey, where else is our problem? It's very non, like, we're very, like, just kind of mercury mental. Yeah. So we like seeing problems and figuring out what happened. So for oh. me, it's like, I'm like, where did that come from? How did it happen? How did it go down? Okay, great. I see why. Oh, that's why. Oh, I didn't have the rock in the right place. It fell over. That's the reason it happened. Great. Now I know why fix the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now I'll handle it. That's like like a process I go through. So right. I never feel blame for anything mm-hmm. on those notes. I feel curiosity and like, I'm like, my mom actually calls me. She called me Detective Crusoe the other <laughs> day because I'm always like figuring it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's like, have you figured it out, Detective? Like, yeah. because for me, it's a curiosity mm-hmm. and that might be attached to something mm-hmm. of of getting hard on yourself because you someone told you did you what did you do now Isla right maybe someone said that to you and then right. that feels like blame when instead it could be just we need to know why you fell off the ladder or right. else you could fall off again mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> right logic logic let's let's, let's approach it logic, logic. Because that's what we're really doing. We're not trying to go, Isla, you messed up. That's a hole in the wall. What did you do? Right. We're going, there's a hole in the wall, and we need to fix it, or else when it rains next, there's going to be water in the house. Right, right. So let's let's look at how we can do that. Correct. And and maybe what caused it so that we really fix it at the root. Right. So see, so yeah. there's no blame. And so mm-hmm. that's for you to go wipe the blame away. Mm-hmm. And you can, but at the same time, right when the accident happens, there's another piece for those of you out there and for all of everyone. When, when you accident or if anything happens, if you fall, anytime that happens, immediately if you can, I had an, I had a, uh, I hit my head recently myself. And um, I was immediately went to putting my hands on my head People were talking to me like, you okay? And I just like put my hand out, like don't talk to me. And (laughs) I had my hands on my head and I was just resetting the whole energy. I was seeing light go through my head. I was apologizing for any of my clumsiness or whatever happened. I was seeing no negative energy set in. I was re-seeing it as if I didn't hit my head. I was refabricating the energy in the moment, right when it's happening. Because if you can do that right when it's happening, the energy has not set. You can literally shift it and change it. And you can reform it. If you don't go into fear, shock, panic, 
or some reaction. If you can stay in a neutral space right when pain happens, go and go right to, okay, light, what needs to happen. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You have all that you need. Sorry for hurting you. i sorry to my finger. Whatever is going on, give that energy. See it whole. See it healed in the moment. You'll be amazed what you'll find. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when I hit my head, honestly, that should have been a really... Nar- I did ice for 20 minutes, too. I did that well, and you do the practical. for 20 minutes. Yeah, you do the right? practical. You do, you do, this, do the do first the aid, stuff. whatever you I need. I did what I needed to do. Yeah. And still, that would have probably been a very large bump in a mm-hmm. normal circumstance. And to be honest with you, I had no pain the next day, mm-hmm. no bump, and nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was because I immediately treated it with my co-creative energy. You you loved it. I loved it. You know, it. you, you went it right energy, to love. Right to forgiveness. Yeah. Right to it's okay. And I'm still going to figure out why. Yes. Because I want to make sure I don't do it again. Right. But, but it might be a little later. <laughs> right. I'm not going to figure it out right then. Yeah. Right then I'm not. Yeah. In the moment I'm going to breathe, like you're saying, yeah. you're going to breathe. And then you're going to go into love and then you're framing now the the the, the investigative process as mm-hmm. no longer a process of emotion or blame, but just one of curiosity and detective work yes. to figure out what has happened so that we can make sure to make any adjustments and fixes that need to happen and we can carry on to create more love and happiness. Yes. And, you know, the very next day after I was laying on the concrete, uh, we had somebody come bring some gravel so there wasn't this spot where you could trip. And one of the things I find is I'm not terribly comfortable in slippers. Like, I'm a shoe person. I'm a sneaker person. I feel really sure-footed that way. It's like I didn't really want to wear those those day, that day, and I did. And, okay, so be a little bit, listen a little better um, to what, what the body's saying, which was put on your sneakers. It's not going to take you a whole lot longer. <laughs> That's important because we're all different. Yes. I'm like the exact opposite. I like only wear slippers and then like, <laughs> I some, yes. and I'll have on shoes to hike in and I take them off and hike barefoot because yeah. I'm like, I can't hike in these shoes. So I see, totally get it. You yeah. know, we all have to listen to our own voice and mm-hmm. what calls to us. And there's no right way for most anything. It's really about what you perceive and believe and think as long as again, back to core foundation. It's really about loving kindness. If we walk in love and kindness towards all life and one another, we pretty well covered the magnitude. If we can do that in each day, be kind to ourselves, be kind to one another. That that covers a lot, right? And then we, we can peel away and I think and if we resonate. focus on that, w- there's no time for the nonsense. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, do you want to share a little bit? You, you brought up before you said uh, that sometimes you experience seeing, seeing or feeling hardware in people when you're working with them. Oh, you want to share a little bit for someone out there who may be wondering, did she find a wrench in my shoulder? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, okay, so, um, so to kind of preface that, so I, I guess I've been doing you know body work, light work for a really long time. Uh, 24 years, and uh, through that process, healing my own trauma, moving through doors, after I kind of went through some of my own trauma doors, I've been doing spiritual clearings most of my life, um, and since I was little, really, um, but I had this kind of uh, sight of, um, spiritual sight of seeing other things multidimensionally kind of came in um, in the late 2019, and it's it's more things have arisen and I'm seeing more and more stuff all the time. So I'm learning all the time and uh, it's really exciting and interesting. And also the whole game's kind of not what I thought. So um, the best way I can try to explain that is uh, sharing how what I said before, we kind of, this is a processor, this whole thing is not you. It's more like a a kind of like a quote unquote machine, just a concept. It works like that. So we get stuff stuck in there. We don't oil it. We don't disconnect things just like your car. You know, there's a lot of things to take care of in there. And so if you think about it, you're not really told anything about your vessel when you get here. Pretty much. You're told about a whole lot of stuff outside of yourself, but you're not really given any info about you and how to work this thing. Mm -hmm. So 
there's a lot we've misunderstood and a lot out there in the mainstream that tells you something that I would say is absolutely false. Like it doesn't even work that way at all. So back to it's all energy, starting from that point. So I'm working in dimensional fields a lot where I'm like dimensionally, you might be experiencing a shoulder pain and I'm seeing it as like a plate of, of steel mm. <laughs> that's like screwed into your shoulder. Um, and it might be screwed in there from a defense program that maybe you feel defensiveness and you hold on to anger a defense. And so this shield of defense is screwed onto the shoulder and resonates as pain. But when we are able to let go of defense and choose another path, so I might have the person resonate into I let go of defense. I choose to receive, I choose loving kindness, I choose to come into neutrality. So you as the being are activating with your mind because you're in charge, you're in charge of the whole thing. I'm a cleaner, like I'm just helping you clean house basically is what I do. (laughs) It's all I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so then I can pull it off. And so I'm pulling that off while you then allow your own divine energy to retake that space, like living light to live there in that space where something once was that you no longer need. We hold on to these things. So that's why I said pain is other things. It might actually be a knife sitting in your heart. I see it as a knife, meaning, you know, we're because of betrayal or something happened to you or, um, you know, we've been hurt. It's all back to wounds and different stories. I will often see the story and then we'll be able to release that Mm -hmm. and let it go. Um, And there can be also you work through wires. So the wires, we connect different things. So let's say a person is really activating a lot of their will, like, well, I have to get it done. Why? I just have to because, because, and they're overwhelming in their will. I might see a really activated yellow line moving down their whole arm into their neck, running a program because into your neck is kind of like little USBs that like sit little programs like updates and stuff. So it's like cording into your neck to run a program of this will, like activating over activating the will. So then it might come up as pain. So right. you can release that and then reset that I want my heart and my, my, my will to work together and my heart leads. The will doesn't have to work that hard. And it doesn't ha- it's not running the show. I'm just being led, again, source, direct, source, channel. Everything is about getting an alignment with source, channel. You know, basically being connected just to God, to source energy, and letting that lead us versus some other, um, a wound or a program. So these things show up, I see them as all sorts of things, wires, bracelets, all sorts of things. Um, they can look like, yeah, very strange things too. So yeah, well, I think it's, it's a very I, I, interesting. You know, you never know who's <laughs> listening and maybe they, they see some of these things, you know, in their mind's eye and maybe they feel things or maybe you talking about it triggers something in them to say, oh my gosh, I feel like that's, that's happened to me or I have that and I want to shift that. Um, so this is not stuff you hear on the radio every day or on TV or you don't, people really don't talk about this and right. you live in a world that is multidimensional and we're all moving more towards that. So it's very helpful to be introduced to something uh, a little different. And I am really open, if, if that is the case for some of you, if you're out there and you're like, oh my gosh, what you're saying, I, I'm experiencing that and I do want to learn more. I'm really open to sharing. And again, it's about connecting into with one another. If you're mm-hmm. feeling called to connect to me, please reach out. My email is love at gmail.com, M-I-C-H-A-L. A-N-N-A-L-O-V-E at gmail.com. And I do I do some group Zoom meditations if you're interested in those. And that actually last week turned into a group clearing. So it's <laughs> kind of becoming a clearing activation time where I, I'm kind of clearing folks within that space and yeah. doing a kind of activations to clear the field and, and release the stuff I'm talking about from your beingness. If you're interested in receiving that kind of work or you would like to be involved, um, <clears throat> reach out. Yeah, and uh, if you need help, reach out. And that is what I do on a daily basis yes. uh, anyway, so yeah. please get get in touch. But yeah, it's it's a very 
nothing is as it seems. I just say more impo- most important is to just move into the field of love. Ultimately, everything falls away um, when you move into the vibration of love because none of those things can really exist there. They can't stay in those in those higher residencies. So again, pain will come up to show you where stuff needs to be removed mm-hmm. so that you can let it go so you can get lighter and lighter and lighter to live in that frequency. That does bring right. up um, food, which... I won't get into right now. We don't have time, but I will yeah. say it. What you put in your vessel matters because it's like your car. Are you giving it 92 gas or are you giving it 85? Yes. Yes. And we always, we, we talk a lot about food, um, but we talked a lot about a lot of things today. Yes, and I want to, I want to thank you for being here and sharing your energy and your experiences and your love with me and with everybody. And, uh, for all of you out there, if you if you caught this in the middle, it'll be a podcast. You can listen again. And uh, we'll be back in, let's see, we haven't talked about our next uh, show. Are uh, you traveling? Or I, you? I'm going to New York for a week to uh, be at my daughter's trial. So oh, but she'll be back in a couple of weeks. I'll be back. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll anyway, figure it out. We'll be back on y- the air You never soon. know when you're going to catch us live. So anyway, thank we'll be back. Thank you for caught us today. <laughs> yes, and, yes. And uh, thank you for joining us at this really, really important discussion around really ancestral healing and dealing with pain and uh, moving into the higher fields of love and vibrating there and holding your connection to divine source through your heart. No. I am love. Speak it every day. I am love. I am love because that is truly our true essence. So thank you for being here and listening and sharing with us. Um, Connect if you'd like and use the tools and be blessed. Mahalo. Mahalo. Until next time.